Welcome. My name is Jesse and you are listening to The Wake Up Call. This show is about opening your eyes to how you've been living, bringing awareness to the standard you've been operating at, and helping you start living to your full potential. There are two ways I'll help you do this. One, by disciplining your mind, and two, by strengthening your body. It's time to take stock of your current performance and go to the next level. Let's do this. Guys, welcome back to another episode of The Wake Up Call. It's hard to believe that this is episode 14 already. I hope you're enjoying it. I hope you're getting a lot of value and information and advice that is practical and is actually useful to you in your current situation. So I hope it's just not another thing that you listen to and don't implement. I actually want you to use the information you use to get a gain or a benefit from. So if you have, please let me know. It'd be really great to hear you know, what insights or what advice you've started to actually use in your life and what you've actually achieved as a result of that. But if you're new to the show, welcome. This is the wake up call. I am here to punch you in the face, give you some knowledge, give you some advice in how you can improve your current situation with your body, with your life, with your strength, with your fitness. Now, with that out of the way, let's get straight into it. Today's episode, I want to help educate you and focus on the only one thing you should be thinking about when strength training. And there's really only one. It's a single piece of focus and concentration that you need when you are lifting weights or performing strength training. But before I dive into what that one thing is, I wanna run you through a a bit of a story. This is from a couple of years ago when I was coaching at a CrossFit box. So CrossFit is notorious for having people get injured due to a number of reasons. I won't go into you know all of those, but oftentimes it comes back to poor technique, uh, too much ego, and perhaps having too much weight on the bar. But anyway, I remember I was coaching a session a few years ago, and one of the ladies within the group, within the class, she came up to me after the session, and she walked up to me, she's like, Jesse, I really enjoy your coaching. And the thing I get out of it most is you really make me think about what I'm doing and the technique I'm using. So I stood there and I was kind of, I wasn't shocked, but I was grateful for the uh, the feedback. I was like, okay, awesome. In my head, I've, the first thing I thought was, that's incredible. You know, she's getting a lot out of the coaching. That's what I do. That's what I enjoy doing. I'm, I get a lot out of, you know, seeing people improve and using the best techniques so they can improve their bodies and their fitness and their strength. And then the second thing that my mind sort of went to immediately was, if you're not focusing on your technique, what the fuck are you focusing on? I didn't say it to her, but that's what my mind sort of went to. I was like, awesome, it's incredible, she's enjoying it, she's getting a lot out of the sessions, you know, focusing on technique, and then I was like, well, if you're not focusing on technique, what actually are you focusing on? And it's something that has stuck with me ever since that day. This is a number of years ago. This is going on over five years now. And it's something I've really carried with me with my training sessions and my coaching philosophy because it is that important. So I thought to myself, if she's telling me this, she can't be the only one. So my advice for you, and this is what I want you to think about moving forward as you do your strength training. And it doesn't even, it's not just strength training, it's exercise in general. But for today's podcast, I wanna talk specifically about strength training, lifting weights, resistance training. When you perform these activities, when you are doing 
exercise that is using a load or external resistance, barbells, kettlebells, dumbbells, sandbags, it doesn't matter what the tool is. There is one primary concern. Are you using the correct technique? That is your singular piece of focus. That is the only thing you should be concerning yourself on. So most people, when they do weight training, they focus on, oh my God, this exercise is so damn hard. So if it's lunges and they've got to do 10 each side because 10 is just a nice even number, if they're doing lunges, they're like, oh, this hurts my legs, my legs are burning, oh, the pain. And they just focus solely on the difficulty. When what you should do is try to reframe that situation. Rather than, oh my God, this is so hard, you shift that focus to, am I doing this exercise the best way I possibly can? So the way and the reason that I explain this type of reframing for you is because the exercise or the movement that you're doing is going to be hard regardless. It's, it should challenge you. It should be tough. You should have to work hard and you should have to think about what you're doing. Because by definition, resistance training is overcoming an external resistance or load. And if it's easy, it's not going to work. You're not going to get the benefits that you want out of it. So instead of thinking, oh, it's all doom and gloom, this sucks, it's so hard, it's making me sweat, my legs are working hard, or whatever it is that's challenging you, why not focus on making the exercise as efficient as possible? So most people, like I said, they concern themselves with making their negative mindset, That's a it's a default sort of mechanism, is when we do something that's challenging, it's, oh my God, this is just so hard. But if we accept that from the get-go, before you've even done the exercise, okay, I'm gonna do a set of lunges or squats or push-ups or bench presses or kettlebell swings, whatever the exercise is. If we understand before we get into it, okay, it's, it's gonna be challenging, it's gonna be tough, but I can do it. Hopefully you're not gonna die from this. I don't, you know, that's that would be the worst case scenario. And luckily I don't know anyone who's fit that category, which is fantastic. No deaths since ever, woohoo. Um, but if we focus on, okay, it's gonna be challenging, it's gonna make me work. That is that is ultimately what exercise is for. It is to help you improve. It is to help you get better, more resilient, to build strength. And the way we do that is by overloading your body as a whole. So most people, when they do their strength training, they, they're always looking to make it harder, which is great. I'm all for it. I, I don't, I'm not against people working hard, but what I'd prefer to see you do, and the approach I'd rather see you utilize, is to do the exercise the right way, the way it's intended to be performed. I'm not talking about a solitary rep where, you know, if it's you're in a big group setting, I've seen this over the years many times, and I've heard it from countless people, is, you know, you have big groups of people, 10, 20, even maybe perhaps more in a class or in a room or in a box, and they're doing exercise and, you know, there's there's bugger all coaching and maybe your coach sees you out of the corner of their eye, oh, great, great rep, Sally, and then maybe Harold over the corner, hey, Harold, clean up your squat, get your heels down, push your knees out, maybe you get like a cue here and there, but it's not enough, and that's, that's why you have to take ownership of this yourself, because nobody else can actually do the exercise for you. I can't do your squats for you, I'm most certainly not going to do your lunges for you, you have to do it. And when you start to think about, okay, 
Am I doing this to the best of my ability? Great things start to happen, okay? But I'm not talking about just one rep. I am talking about every single rep, every single set, every single exercise. Don't worry about you know the difficulty. It's gonna be a certain difficulty. It's gonna be easy, medium, or hard. Like Just get that out of your head. It's, it is what it is in terms of difficulty. That's out of your control. It's going to be as hard as it's going to be. But you can focus on the other side, which is your form, your technique, and how you are actually performing the movement. Okay? So, if you wanna work hard, good, that's awesome. Let's do it. But what I'd rather you do is show me better technique. That will impress me more. Anybody can work hard, but is your form any good? And the reason I'm sharing this, and the reason I wanna talk about this is because it is very easy for your body to compensate and find an easier or more efficient way to do something. Okay, that is not the goal. The goal is not to find the easiest mechanism to do an exercise. The goal is to do the exercise as it is intended, to use the correct muscle groups and the right joints. So if we think of like a push-up, a toe push-up, hands are on the ground, you're in a plank type position, you control yourself down and then you squirm and you do a big arch and a snake kind of motion to get up. Did you do a push-up? You kinda did. You kinda did. I wouldn't call it a good push-up, you know? But the body is arching because it's an easier way to get from bottom to top. But like I said, that is not the standard of movement. That is not good movement. It is movement, but it is not done the correct way. So that's the body's way to make something easier, is to compensate, is to switch muscle groups off and just figure out a way to get from A to B. But the goal isn't just to get from A to B. It is to get from A to B correctly, the right way. And the other way that the body is very, very unique and it's very intelligent, it's very smart, and this is something that people do a lot, they don't realize it, is it's very easy to disguise poor movement with speed. Squats, lunges, burpees, pick an exercise, it doesn't really matter. You could just have a number of exercises in a hat and draw it out. Do that exercise with speed, like do it fast. And what you'll find, and what I have found, and what happens is when you do things fast, your form starts to break down unless you are paying particular attention to detail of every single rep that you do. When you do things faster, it is harder to make corrections and alterations to your form. So let's say you're doing squats. If you do them slow and controlled, you can gauge, push the knees out, open the hips up, brace the core, push the floor away. You can focus on all of these cues to maximize it and make it the best squat it can possibly be. So you're going to get a lot out of that squat but when you start going really, really fast, bad things can start happening. The arches of your feet start collapsing. So you've lost your stability from the ground. So the muscles of the foot and the ankle have kind of checked out, they've switched off. So the ankle and the foot collapses, which travels up the chain, which means that the knees are now knocking inwards and coming towards the midline. And from there, comes another form of compensation. The glute muscles are now disengaged or not as engaged as previously, and we have a less effective squat. 
The body is just trying to find the easiest way to get from A to B, like I said, but that's not the goal. The goal is to make the exercise as effective as possible. So if you wanna do something fast, show me you can do it slow. Show me you can do it under control. And then gradually, yeah, sure, we can use speed as a progressive overload technique, that's fine. But don't just do things fast for the sake of doing them fast. Do them well and take pride in it. How you do anything is how you do everything. So even with my clients, when we do squats, no matter their level, whether they're a brand new beginner, they've never done strength training before, or whether they've been training consistently for five years, they will start with bodyweight squats, and I will critique them. I'll see how they squat, and I'll have a look from a few different angles. Okay, feet are a little bit close. You need to open your stance up. Okay, you're, you're going onto your toes. You need to put more weight through the heels. Okay, the knees are collapsing. You need to push the knees out, open the hips up a little bit more. Your torso is leaning forward a little bit. Just lift the collarbones a little bit higher or get your head up. I watch every single rep and that's, that, that should be your ultimate goal. Am I doing this well? Am I doing this to the best of my ability? Yes or no? Don't get lazy. If you wanna lift heavier weights, if you want to increase your strength, you have to earn the right to do it. So if you can't do 10 bodyweight squats, I'm not giving you weight. I'm not gonna give you a kettlebell. I'm not gonna give you a dumbbell. I'm not gonna put a bar on your back. If you can't show me the basics, no, you do not pass go. You do not collect $200 and go to the next progression. No, do it well. Don't disguise poor movement with speed. So one of the best cues and things to think about when you are doing your exercise, whatever it is, whatever strength training movement it is, whether it's a bench press, a squat, a lunge, is to do things smooth and under control. So let's take the bench press, for example. If you're doing five repetitions of the bench press, it should feel smooth. So if you haven't done the bench press before, or perhaps if you think back to when you initially started the bench press, I, re I remember when I started with a 20 kilo bar, this thing was wobbling all over the place. It was pretty shaky. <laughs> The bar in my arms was shaking like a leaf. This was going back uh, 13 years now. When I when I you know initially did it, the Olympic barbells they weigh 20 kilos. Empty bars 20 kilos. Back then that was heavy. It felt bloody heavy for me. So you know I had to work really hard on you know my arms were shaking. I had to try and pull that bar down to my chest and then have to push it back up. That's not smooth. It's not under control. But over time with reps with practice and focusing on my technique, I got better at it. The bar started wobbling less. My arms shaked less, and that bar came down to the same position and got pressed back up to the same position every single time. It starts over the shoulders, it touches the sternum, and it returns back over the shoulders. And with practice, and refining my technique, and reviewing my exercise form by video, you know, uh, review, so I'll take a photo or a video of a set and then I would review it and I still do to this day, 13 years on, what's my form look like? Where can I improve? Where are my gaps? So initially I started with a 20 kilo barbell, shaking like a leaf, <laughs> struggling to bring that bar down, struggling to keep it steady. Now I can bench press 102 and a half kilos. But it's because I have focused so much on my technique. It's always been hard. The 20 kilo bar was hard, it was hard to stabilize. 
102 and a half kilos, you bet your ass, that's hard as well. But the common goal and the way that I got from 20 kilos to 102 and a half kilos is by focusing on my technique. You can't go from 20 kilos to 102 and a half kilos in this example with shit form because some part of the body is going to break down or the exercise isn't going to be as efficient. I hope this is making sense and the pennies starting to drop. Do things smooth, do them under control every single time. When you do this, you engage the correct muscle groups, you use the right joints, and this does two profound things. When you do things correctly, use the right muscles and the correct set of joints, it improves your performance. You are getting more out of the target muscle or muscles that you want. And the second thing it does is because you are doing the exercise correctly, you are reducing your risk of injury. So one of the things that people struggle with and they complain of is, oh, I get knee pain when I squat. And then people jump to conclusions or they've been told or they read a, a meme or see something on social media and they're like, squats are bad for your knees. Well, first of all, that's fucking false. That's incorrect. Maybe it's just the way you squat is wrong. Squatting's not bad for your knees. It's fantastic for your knees. Maybe you have to change the style or type of squat, but more than likely, if you have knee issues with improvement of your technique and using the correct joints and the correct bracing strategy, you should be able to reduce your knee pain because you're squatting better. The same thing is true for deadlifts. I work with and I have worked with people who have low back pain. And some people have injured their back doing deadlifts. Was it the deadlift's fault? Maybe, maybe not. But don't just jump to conclusions and think the deadlift is bad. No, maybe it's the way you were deadlifting. Maybe you didn't brace correctly. Maybe your lats weren't on. Maybe you weren't tightening through the stomach. Maybe you didn't push the ground away and use your legs. Maybe you just used all of your lower back muscles. And then they said, nah, we can't tolerate this. And it's the straw that breaks the camel's back. So that this all has a common theme. It's all about using the correct muscle groups and the right joints. It's about doing things correctly. Like I said, I don't want you to not work hard. I want you to work to your level that is challenging because that's how you are going to improve. But you must use the correct technique all the time. And it's challenging, it's hard. There's a lot of stuff to think about. But this is where strength training comes in to a science, there is a science behind training. When it's time to work, you work. And when it's time to rest, you rest. You don't rest mid rep. Fuck no, you rest after the set is completed. So this is with my clients, we have designated rest periods. Sometimes the rest period, or regularly the rest period is two minutes. And then there's people who you know, they, they sit around and they're twiddling their thumbs and like, can we go again? Can we do the next one? And I say to them, no, because you need to adequately rest so you can do the next set well. And then the set after that, and you can do it well. I'm all for working hard. And I work my clients hard to their level of hard. But you need to focus on doing things correctly. <laughs> it's actually funny. Uh, that just brought up a bit of a memory. I had somebody doing some... I think it was like a kettlebell deadlift or something like that. And I kept 
I could just see their lower back was just arching a little bit more and a little bit more as they were finishing the rep. As they were kind of standing up, they were just leaning back onto the hips and sort of arching the low back. So every single rep, I would just say, abs tighter, abs tighter, abs tighter. And then, then she kind of looked across to me. She's like, when do my abs get a break? When, do the, when can my abs rest? After the set. <laughs> there's a designated work period and there's a designated rest period. Recognize the two. When you are about to lift or when you are lifting, the focus is on technique, work the right muscles, engage the right joints. And then once the set is finished, chill out, sit down, have a yarn, bit of banter, that's cool. Absolutely, go for it. But don't rest mid-rep or mid-set. You rest after the set is done. And this segues into kind of the last thing that I wanted to touch on. Is there is a whole notion, especially in today's society, where everything is go, go, go. Things are so fast paced. There's a lot of information. There's a lot of shit happening at one given time. Do not multitask. When you are strength training, you are focusing only on strength training. You are focusing on lifting weights. That is it. I cannot stress this enough. When you are performing a squat, a heavy squat, or even if it's a moderately heavy squat, doesn't really have to be heavy, but regardless, when you're doing an exercise, don't worry about what you're having for dinner. Don't worry about what's fucking happening on the weekend. No, focus on the exercise. Focus on what is directly in front of you. When you have a designated hour to train, your focus is on training. It is an hour of escape and practice. You are practicing your squats. You are practicing your push-ups. You are practicing your lunges. And you don't get good at practicing or improving your reps when you do six different fucking things. It's like trying to juggle 14 balls. They're all going to hit the ground. Do one thing at a time and focus on that one thing. That's it. Do not multitask. Multitasking when lifting weights is a recipe for disaster. It will be ineffective at best, or it will leave you injured or hurt at worst. I remember once, I've only had this ever happen to me once when I was coaching and it will never leave my brain. I was coaching a group and we were doing back squats. So we'd have a couple people, you know, maybe one working at a time or a couple people, you know, that they would rest and then the next group would go. Anyway, someone had this bar on their back and I can't remember what weight was on it, but there was a couple plates on there and they were about to squat and they turned, they looked, they rotated and they turned and they looked at me and they said, how many reps are we doing here, coach? And I just, I shouted at them and I pointed to them. I said, look fucking forward. So there's two things wrong with that. The first is compression of the spine. You have weight bearing down on your back and you twist. Compression plus rotation is a fucking nightmare. You'll injure yourself doing that. So if you are ever squatting with a bar on your back, do not ever rotate. Keep your eyes forward at all times. The second thing if you're doing a set of squats and you don't know how many reps you're doing before you've started, something's fucking wrong. Get your head in gear and get yourself sorted. Take it seriously. If you're doing a set of five, you should know you've got five reps. If you need a, I've got a lady, she comes to me regularly. She writes the number of reps on her hand so that just before her set, she just looks at her hand. Okay, four to six, cool. And she knows she's got four to six. But you should know exactly what you're doing and you should know how many of that exercise it is you are about to perform. So when you get ready to lift, 
There is only one thing to focus on. A, your reps, you should know how many you have to do. And then the second thing is your technique. That is it. Everything else can go to the back of your thinking. You don't have to think about it. If it's hard, good. If it's easy, good. If it's medium, good, that's fine. But focus on your form, focus on your technique. Nothing else really matters at that point in time. Like I said, when you're working, you're working, and when you're resting, you can rest. Don't confuse the two. The last thing I'm gonna leave you with, guys, is if you don't know what technique to use, or if you're doing something correctly, or you wanna know how to improve your technique on your strength training exercises, please reach out and ask. That's what I'm here for. That's why I do this podcast, is to get this information out there. It's because I didn't have a mentor, somebody to guide me when I was younger. Like podcasts didn't fucking exist. I had to kind of learn it on my own. I had one perhaps mentor who I looked up to who's really, really muscular and strong, and I kind of modeled my work ethic on him. But in saying that, I didn't have good technique. I kind of had to learn that just by trial and error, a fuckload of reps and a lot of hours in the gym. So if you don't know what technique to, to use or how to improve it, please reach out. I've been doing this a long time. I've just finished working with clients for about three months online using Zoom. And I can coach anybody from anywhere. I see, uh, We were doing some exercises during the whole coronavirus and I made a couple tweaks and I mentioned some things to one of my clients and she was she was actually laying down doing one of the exercises. She's like, how, how did you see that? I see everything. And I understand what, I know what to look for as well in terms of what compensations the body is going to want to do to make something easier or more efficient, but not actually more effective. So I'm gonna leave you there, guys. Like I said, the only thing you should be thinking about when strength training is your technique. Nothing else matters at that point in time. Not what kind of day you had, not what you know you and the boys are gonna get up to in the evening, or you know going out and catching up with friends in the next couple of days, or you know it's your birthday in 14 days from now. That stuff is inconsequential at that specific time. I hope that makes sense. I hope that gives you some actionable advice and something to think about when you do your next strength training. Whenever your next session is, think about it critically. How am I doing this exercise? And can I do it better? Yes, you can. You can always do it better. Until next time, guys, work on your form, assess yourself critically, and if you do need help, please reach out. Thanks for listening, guys. I'll speak to you soon. If you loved the wake-up call, found it entertaining, or got some benefit out of listening, I would appreciate you helping me to spread the word. Please, share it with a friend or on social media so that you can pay it forward and give someone else the opportunity to improve themselves like you just have. Thanks for listening. We'll see you soon for another episode.